Those with music who lived at home thick the day. But we thank her and her husband for the work they have done and the professional achievements they have made. I've always wanted to give the Lord the best. And in our music department, we have the best. Six days 
later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleed. And there appeared to them, there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who was talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it good for us to even be here? Well, let us make three dwellings. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He just didn't know what to say. But they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. And suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Look at someone and smile. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't know if you want to go, but Jesus wants to take you to the mountaintop. Jesus wants to take you to the mountaintop. It is just so necessary that we, the church of Jesus Christ, really know who Jesus is. Because in our modern-day society, we're not always excited about somebody called Jesus. We don't even believe anymore in the supernatural or the transrational, which, by the way, is Real, you cannot see. Touch and feel. But what is really real? 
is the unseen. And so, beloved, we need to know about a divine, supernatural God who can tear the oceans apart and it does. A divine, supernatural God who can blow breath into the dirt and make a human being. I'm talking about a supernatural, divine God who knows everything, sees everything, and is everywhere present at one time. I want to know a divine, supernatural God who can walk on I have a mission. 
deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Look at your neighbor say, it ain't easy being a Christian. And that's the truth. Now listen to this news for the disciples in a downtrodden, lonely depressed atmosphere. They didn't want to hear that their beloved Jesus would experience great suffering. They didn't want to hear that he would die. They didn't even understand this business about rising on the third day. They, they had just been told that they, that they too would have to undergo some hard times and some suffering to be the disciples of, of Jesus Christ. And so they asked him, they asked him, now, wait a minute now, what's up? What, what's happening? What in the world is going on? Have you ever been told something that disturbs you to the point that you start experiencing some depression? You started feeling like you were just all by yourself deep in a bad atmosphere. I know you have because as a human being when you have ever been told that your body is sick and that you have cancer, that it puts you in a bad atmosphere. Or when you hear that your child has been arrested by the police in St. Dale, that puts you in a bad atmosphere. When you're told that your job is letting you go and you had no idea. It's in a bad situation. You go to the AM. ATM machine. Uh-oh, I didn't hit something up in here now. <laughs> I didn't hit the nerve. And, and you know there's, there's a line before you and a line after you. And you just checking out that then. And then it's your time to go up there. And you put the card in. And the card come back up. <laughs> and, and then you say, oh, machine, you crazy. I know somebody in there. <laughs> and you're going to stand there with people looking at you. They can do
to really deal with the valley. You see, everything that happens to us in life that we feel hurts us or damages us, makes us sorry and depressed. There's a lesson in all of your pain, beloved. There's a lesson to learn. And the most important thing is to stay in the valley long enough to learn the lesson. Look at your neighbor's age. Just stay a minute. Just stay a minute. So after they had spent some uncomfortable time in the valley, after they were ready to give up and give in, something happened. I'm tell you about God. Something happened. Six days later. Jesus came and got them and took them with him up a high mountain, way up out of the valley. Oh, beloved, praise God for hope. This is hope. This is talking about hope. There is a message in here about hope. Jesus took his inner circle of the 12 disciples. I said his inner circle of the 12 disciples. Those who seem to know him and understand him better. He took his inner circle, those who showed the most promise for kingdom building. He, he took his inner circle, those who loved him more. He took his inner circle, his inner circle were three loyal disciples who stood out among the twelve. He took Peter, he took James, he took John. James and John were brothers. We hear a lot about Peter. And I want you to say that, that Jesus was so attuned and so on one accord with these three that he knew that they needed some special time along with him. Because after the hearing that they served, they knew of Jesus' future. He was going to come at least these three to be strong. Sometimes when you find yourself in the valley, it just could be preparation for the church Jesus' plan for you on the mountain. Somebody say amen. It just could be preparation for the trip Jesus' plan for you on the mountain. Because you cannot begin to understand what it is to go to the mountaintop unless you have been in the valley. You won't even appreciate the mountain if you've never been in the valley. That's why I worry about people who say, my life has been so wonderful and I just have been living in a fairy tale. <laughs> for one, I don't even know if I have a lot of respect for people whose life has been beautiful because they haven't shown my heroes are those who make it through the valley. My heroes are those who make it through the storm. My heroes are those who go on anyhow. You can't appreciate a mountain. Jesus ain't going to take you up to the mountain. You won't even be in this inner circle until you know how to live in the valley at least for six days. Jesus wanted to make these men know what it feels like. When you've been in enough value, Jesus wants to be the 
strong to help somebody who's weak. You're just up to help somebody who's down. You ain't strong to be cute with it. You're strong to help with it. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen. We are strong people. We are strong people. I don't know if any other people on the face of the earth could have gone through the kind of slavery that happened here in America and still be here except African people. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. We are strong people because through our troubles, we have learned to say, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou Jesus wanted to take these men to the mountain and allow them to witness something that would surely convince them that Jesus was more than a man. See, that's why we don't go to Jesus. We think Jesus is just like us. That's why we go to our friends or our man before we go to Jesus. Expecting them to have the superpower that they don't have. Straighten them out about something going, I wish you would go talk to Jesus. That's what I mean. I used to have a group of black men who were trained to be men by the Nation of Islam just in how to be a man, not in their theology necessarily. And I would have them once a week with permission from their wives. One day a brother said, Oh, Pastor, I thank you for saying Talk to Jesus before you call me because I can help you like Jesus can. And wives, go to Jesus before you go to your husband. They said, Pastor, that is taking a big burden off my life. She has to leave the Glow, his clothes became dazzling. 
mind and spiritual power. You need to read the story of Haiti. I'll tell you why America hates Haiti. Because Haiti had the most successful slave revolt ever recorded with no guns. See, the only thing that's made other people stronger is the gun. We, we didn't invent the gun. White men invented the gun. Because they kept going to these countries and killing without a gun. So we had to create something more powerful in the material realm. But for Haiti, they went in there
who hates me? Why I'm gonna pay you to hate me? I don't understand it. Then I'm scared of spiritual stuff. Because our God is a super. 
a sweet little innocent impotent God. Don't fool yourself. They ask, why are churches dying? Because the churches dying are what used to be the mainline churches. The Episcopalians, the Lutherans, the Presbyterians, the Methodists, those are the ones losing members the fastest. I said, well, could it be Jesus? Could it be Jesus trying to tell you something? But then, but then Jesus went on because what over? Then a cloud overshadowed him, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, which tells you, do not mess with Jesus. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Take God's advice, beloved, listen to Jesus, because when all is said and done, it's only Jesus. We've heard what everybody else. It's really only Jesus. When you have searched the books, asked the scholars, searched the internet, searched the library, flown the other side of the universe, and still ends up, it's only Jesus. I believe in God that will protect me from all hurt and all evil and danger. I believe in a God that says to me, I will take care of you and send you angels so that your foot won't even get stumped against the shelf. I believe in a God that says, I will make your enemy your footstool. I believe in a God that tells me as a pastor, he says to the prophets, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. I I believe that the God you serve has the power that he says he has because Jesus is the answer for the world today. Beside him there is no other. Jesus is the way. And if you have a picture of a white blue-eyed Jesus, take it out of your consciousness. What? Because Jesus was in a black. So when everybody else is gone, you know, people treat you differently when you're on top and when you're at the bottom. When, when, when everybody else is gone, I'm going to tell you something. If you love him enough, Jesus will always. In my valley times, in my crazy times, in my less than I am with him today, in a time when I didn't know him like I know him now, he was still there. When nobody understands, Jesus will always be there when people are too busy. Jesus will always be there. When you look around, Jesus is there. He's always there. Jesus will never leave.
the guys been good to me. On change and the downers didn't kill me. So I can guess you can say, as I know and love them, that God has blessed me. And God has blessed me. doctor said, what was going to happen in your head happened in your nose, and all the blood vessels were burst in my nostrils, and they couldn't stop the pain. And they want you to Jesus. Jesus. 